Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. By Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Happy New Year. See what I did there, Marty? Change the punctuation on that very common phrase. This year comes with many questions. I felt it was important that we start on that note. How are you? Another question. Uh, I I am good. I'm good. Uh, You know, we we returned from Ottawa the other night, and uh, just in time for me to go pick up uh, two of my kids at the New Year's Eve parties and uh, bring them home. Uh, Parents are in town for a few days, so that's uh, good. And... uh, yeah, so everything is uh, is going good. 2024 uh, started good for me and anyway, personally, just because I've had a time, chance to reset and just be with family. Good for you. I like that for you. I like that the Sabres are back on the ice today with Don Granado back on the ice as well after missing the last two games. So we definitely see that as welcome news and good for Don. Here's hoping for great health for he yes. and the Granado family through 2024 and beyond. Kyle Pozo is not practicing today. Eric Comrie has been assigned to Rochester after he cleared waivers over the weekend. So if I was starting the show with a question, which I did, the question that has probably been most prevalent for this team does, although there are now are many, and we will have ample time to dissect and, um, you know, properly appropriate what the biggest concerns are right now yes. before the next game, which isn't until Thursday uh, in Montreal. I think because Eric is not on the Sabres right now and is in Rochester and we are not looking at cap friendly and seeing three goaltenders mm. for the first time in a long time, we need to dive in here. Um, yes. that, incur- that, that includes... Your input, obviously, at Sabres Live on Twitter. Um, When you saw that Eric cleared waivers, what thought came to your mind as far as, will that be a short term for him to find his footing in Rochester with a chance to come back? Do you think that there is one of the two goaltenders on the current roster that is more likely to see a ton of games? Or are you looking at this like they've now made their bed with two goaltenders who are 24 and 22 respectively, and we're likely to see the team move on, barring injury, of course, and there have been more than 20 netminders this year dealing with injuries. That's that's more than a quarter of, or about yeah. a quarter of the league, right, Marty? Um, how, do, how do you view this picture here 
if you can do short-term, long-term simultaneously. For me, it's the latter. What you just point out is that they've made their bed now. They've made the decision. And where they're at in, you know, 2024 is not where they wanted to be at the start of this hockey season. And But they've looked at the numbers. They've looked at the three goaltenders. And they've looked at, unfortunately, where Eric Comrie's game has been at. And it happened twice. Now, it happened last year when he got hurt, when he came back, never got himself going again. This year, gets hurt, comes back, never gets going again. And look, there's many different factors for that. Last year, mm -hmm. there was four goaltenders at the end of the year for the Buffalo Sabres. It's hard for Eric Comrie to get himself going. This year, he comes back from, uh, from injury. There's three goaltenders. It's hard to get going. But I do believe that the Sabres are looking at this move now as being more of a long-term. And when I say long-term, could it be that, you know, in February, they're like, okay, let's reevaluate and where we're at. Yeah, but that's still long-term. That's not in a week from now, hey, we're going to make another decision and a, a transaction where we can send Levi down to Rochester, call up Eric Comrie. No, I think this is a longer term where let's give Lukanen and Levi a chance to be the two of them. Lots of practice time, more regular game time. Not that they've really had less because Comrie didn't play the last little while here, but not having that third option there. It's one or two, and that's you guys that are going to play. And I think that's what the Sabres are looking at right now. Give those two younger goaltender plenty of NHL experience. Not saying they're moving on from this season. You know, but you're seven points out of a playoff spot. You have six teams in between you and a playoff spot. There's, there's, it wouldn't really need to all fall into the right place for the Sabres to get back in it. But one thing you can do is build on, uh, and I hate to say it, and I can't believe I'm going to say it, build on for next year, possibly. Nah, and, don't say it. No, I'm not, I know, but, but you need to see where you go well, with Luke and then the Levi, and you need to give them that opportunity to be those two and take the lead. Yeah, no, I I get what you're saying. I just think that you didn't want to say it, and there's really no need to think about next year at this no, point. I mean, no, th yeah. this year is going to play itself out. Levi is Levi. We know the amount of runway left in his career. Lukanen has still had a very short runway in the NHL to this point at age 24. Yes, he is on an expiring contract, as is Eric Comrie. But what was undeniable about this trio of Sabres netminders to start the season was that they were all a part of a club, yes. not the century club. And that is to say, and I don't know how you gauge NHL experience, Marty, you, you lived the reality of not getting of probably getting more games early on in your career yeah. than you could have ever imagined and then it flipped for a while and then you signed with philly and you you know you found yourself getting a lot of games again but the fact of the matter is at age 28 eric Comrie's played in 54 nhl games yeah ukopakalukanen at age 24 has appeared in 64 and devin levi at age 22 has appeared in 24 but there is more than 40% of the goalies who have played in the NHL this year are in almost the exact same boat. And the reason this is of even greater note and I think is more relatable mm. 
for a casual and diehard hockey fan is that yesterday in the NHL's only game, Mm -hmm. the Winter Classic played outdoor in Seattle, journeyman, non-century club member, hottest goalie in hockey, arguably, Joey Decord wins the unofficial Winter Classic MVP, which I love, by the way. I love the trophy idea. I love how he was blown away and thought it was the coolest moment of his career. Look, this is a guy in Joey Decord that at age 27 had four different cameos, if you will, in the NHL, lasting one game, eight games, five games, and five games over four different seasons. Now he's played 23. Seattle's on a nine-game run. We'll see them next week. Mm -hmm. And they are right back in the playoff picture in the West. These are not things you could have predicted at the start of the season. Now, first uh, uh, Winter Classic shutout, I believe that's what yes, it was. Yes, Winter for, Classic in the history shutout. Yes. Of the history of the Winter Classic, first shutout goes to Joy Decor. That's a trivia question that will win you a lot of money one day. So remember that. Now, Duffer, do you know why Joey Decor is having good fortune and good success in Seattle right now? Well, obviously, it comes down to two players in front of him, Vince Dunn and Will Borgen. Well, it comes down for, <laughs> well, I, I get what you're saying. Vincent's having a great season, and you're going to throw Will Borgen in there. He's Will Borgen's got yesterday. seven points in this nine-game run. I know. I get that. But here's the, the difference, okay? Joey Decord, Philip Grubauer, Chris Drieger, whoever is playing in net for the Seattle Kraken. And last mm-hmm. year was Martin Jones. Martin Jones, people. Last they year. they were offensive last year, and they're not Not only were they year. offensive. This year... They are seventh in the NHL in expected goals against at five on five, meaning they are the seventh best defensive team when you look at the quality of chances, the scoring chances, and everything they give up. They are top 10 defensive team. Last year, they were eight. They were eight in the NHL. Yes, last year, the Seattle Kraken outperformed, you know, offensively, kind of like the Sabres. They were better than what the expectations should have been. Buffalo was number three. Seattle was number four last year. Right now, they are neck and neck in the bottom third. Like, it's uncanny. They were almost identical goals four-wise last year. The Sabres are 2.9 right now this year. Um, The Kraken are closer to 2.7 goals for. Like, that's a massive drop. That's a lot of pressure on your goaltenders. All but the if more the reason. Kraken were not top 10 in defensive hockey, they'd yes. be they'd be with the Anaheim Ducks and the Calgary Flames. They'd be 10 points out of a playoff spot right now instead of being only a point out, right? Yep. That's the big thing. So I'm looking at it. And I say, I always like Joy Decord. I think he's always been a really good goaltender, really good technically. Um, his father was on the uh, NHL network with Joy Decord after the game, and and he runs stop at goaltending in the Boston area. Um, he's always been a big goalie kind of guru type of guy, and I think Joy Decord has shown that. But the biggest thing is he has a team in front of him that plays well defensively. So now I get it. Eric Comrie goes down to the minors. Sabres fans are saying, okay, like, you know, we we needed a goalie this summer. Sabres needed to go get a goalie. No, they didn't need to go get a goalie because, number one, the goalies that were available, there's no guarantee they would have worked in Buffalo. And number two, you finished last year so well with Levi and Nett. 
a little bit more sample size, but yes. still it was very similar. And so they tried, you know, in both cases and, and that's, but you didn't what, spend $10 million like Sergey Bobrovsky and said, Oh, we totally fell. You spent a, a right. 1.8 on Eric Comrie. Right. right? And so I you're think taking a chance. I hundred percent. And yeah. I think, I think the only fair, If you're if you're sitting there thinking, boy, they missed out on. I think the only guy that was available for a fair price that then went on to do more, perhaps, than many expected was Georgiev. Uh, and Colorado made a trade, a bunch yeah. of picks, nothing high, right? And then Georgiev goes out and wins 40 games for the Avalanche last year. Yeah, but, but of course, nobody's going to sit here and yeah. Nobody's going to sit here and say that the Sabres are the Colorado Avalanche as far yeah, as the, the LA Kings have, went right? cheap and they got Cam Talbot this summer. But it's like, look at the LA Kings, right? It's a, they but are the, a, a, a team that is, Cam Talbot, who knows what's going to happen in the second half of the season? Like it right. could fall flat. We don't know that. And, and this is the thing. How did LA get to where they got to last year? Phoenix Copley, who yeah. again is in this list, right? He's 31. He's played 76 NHL games. Now, by the way, he's 28, seven and five as a member of the Kings. But even that wasn't good enough to convince them to go with him in the playoffs. Yeah, I will no. forever and we'll never know. We'll never, ever know. <laughs> I think the Kings made a huge mistake going out and getting Corpus Allo oh, last year. Huge mistake. Only, only because... Sometimes it's just a vibe. And for those that say a team plays better with a certain guy, we watched it last year with Craig Anderson, right? Mm -hmm. The Sabres, for whatever reason, offense went up even more when Craig was in. And I think the Kings changed that vibe a little bit when they went off of Copley last year. Copley had a tough start to this year, but you're right. Cam Talbot's the story. He's being paid like Phoenix Copley. <laughs> And, well, and and here we are. But so honestly, LA is number one in the league, by the way, and expected goals against at five on five. They're the best defensive and team. Who's five their on coach five. And what's been his MO for? And they have Kopitar and Deno and Pierre Luc Dubois down the middle, and they got Dowdy right. and they got, look, sure. they have a great team. But they, my point is for those that say, oh, LA went and got Cam Talbot, and look, it's working, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. The Sabres tried something with their goalies at the start of the season. They have a really, really talented Devin Levi who finished the season strong last year. They have yes. a Uko Pekalukinen who, if you, tomorrow you put him on waivers, you say, we're going to waive Uko Pekalukinen, he's being snatched. People are going to take him right away, right? And you have Eric Comrie who, well, maybe you can you, debate on Lukinen, but if you did it at the start of the season, he's gone. Do you? Oh, so here's the thing. Do you think I was wrong to just make that gesture like, eh, I'm not sure whether he gets claimed? Well, right now, I'm not sure he gets claimed just because But isn't that fascinating? That, to me, helped paint this entire picture, which is honestly, I'm not artistic enough to be able to describe yeah. what that mess 
would look like on a canvas. But wouldn't that be NHL goaltending right now? Just a big lot of different colors. And oh, yeah. who's to say that within that image, a, what is the prominent piece? What's it'd be a the nice, like, uh, like uh, kind of futuristic, a little, uh, I'm trying to find the word. But anyway, it, it, it wouldn't be Producer Jeff pretty. is the uh, walking thesaurus. He'll feed yeah. us the info. Anyway, so. but so, <laughs> but here's the problem. In this whole thing, people, I get it. There's people that are frustrated right now. Sabres should have got a goalie. Sabres should have got a goalie. Sabres, look, they're there right now because they didn't go and get a goalie. So now Eric Comrie is being waived and he's sent to Rochester and you're going to go with Levi and UPL and they should have got a goalie, okay? What did Don Granado and Kevin Adams say at the end of last season? In the last 15 games of this season, we played better defensively. We changed the way. We learned to win games a different way. All mm-hmm. season, we were winning games by outscoring the opponent, giving up a ton of chances. We weren't good defensively at five-on-five. Five. The Sabres were 27th last year. Expected goals against at five-on-five, five, okay? Mm-hmm. So that they were 27th. We're going to be you, better defensively this year. Did you know that their team goals against is better this year than it was last year? Yeah. Yeah. I looked at, I looked at it this morning because they're I was still like, ranked. Right about where you just said, but they are technically a little better. A little bit better. But you know what? This whole, we're going to be better defensively. We're going to find better ways to win game. It's not about outscoring our problems. It's about the rounding up of the game. Mm -hmm. So the Sabres went from 27th in the league and expected goals against at five on five last year to 29th this year. The only three teams that are worse than the Sabres are the Chicago Blackhawks, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the San Jose Sharks. So you cannot look at all of this and say goaltending is the problem because you were all ready to go and say our team is going to defend better, which in, you know, result is going to help our goaltenders have better numbers. Now, I look at the goaltenders and I say, okay, where does Levi and Ukopeka Lukanen rank in the National Hockey League when you look at their analytics, their numbers? I understand save percentage, goals against average, win-loss record, important, right? But I also want to see where do they rank with the rest of the league, okay? So around Devin Levi, you have Samuel Montembo, number one goalie in Montreal. You have Jordan Binnington. You have uh, even Jake Ottinger right now, Caden Primo, UC Soros, Darcy mm-hmm. Kemper. Those are all, and Ukopekalukanen is in that same boat. They're mm-hmm. in the middle of the pack. Over okay. uh, Around 70 goalies have played about seven or more games this year. They're between 35 and 42nd. They're middle of the pack. Look, if the Sabres played better defensively, could they be top 20? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you want... Top That's 10, all we asked five. for, Marty. Remember? Exactly. Do you want top 10, yeah. top five? No, you don't need top 10, top Just five. Just give me top 20. Yeah. Just give yeah. me top 20. If the Sabres were better defensively, would they be top 20? Absolutely. Goalies that are top 20 right now, let's not kid ourselves. But Simeon Varlamov is top 20. Why? Because the Islanders, despite some of the issue, they focus defensively. Tristan Jari is top 20. Igor Shesterkin's top 20. Like, you don't have to be Shesterkin, but you can also be Tristan Jari, who's, you know, Pittsburgh was like, maybe we should look at moving him, but because they're better defensively in Pittsburgh, it helps Tristan Jari. That's the, the that's the bottom line. But the Penguins, I believe, are a really good um, kind of barometer for this whole situation. I truly believe they did want to move off of Jari. 
but then they didn't they have what, anybody else. What were the options? And yeah. this is what we go back to with the Sabres. What were the options? And Marty, you know this position. Six weeks ago, after Jack Campbell had already been reassigned, mm-hmm. nobody believed that Stuart Skinner was going to be able to find his game. He's up to 14 wins right now, and there's a very good chance as this season goes on, his numbers will be really close to the numbers that made him an all-rookie team guy last year. That's okay, how you know that the Oilers are yeah. third in the league in ex- uh, expected goals against. Okay, right. they're third in so the league. So it's frustrating, right? Their their goalies give up bad goals and make you go. <sighs> But, but then, good if enough you to just win get average offense? goaltending, yeah. like Stuart Skinner was able to give them after a disaster start, average goaltending, they'll win games because when the Oilers score four more goals, they're seventeen and three this year. Like and that's what, the key. And why did John Hines get on a heater as soon as he went to Minnesota? Because Gustafson, Gustafson started winning games and yes. looked like last year's goalie. This is not difficult science to understand right but again you but, look at the numbers and you say minnesota's second in the league in expected goals against so when mm-hmm. you look at the numbers you say okay we're playing well defensively our goalies are terrible the oilers we're mm-hmm. playing well defensively our goalies are terrible that's the key the sabers i can't say our goalies are terrible because you're 29th right. in expected goals against you're our bad defensively so i'm not putting it on levi i'm not putting it on lukanen and i'm even not putting it on Comrie. but at some point you had to make a decision to let one of the three move on have only two goalies but if the sabers were top 20 instead of 29th in expected goals against yeah. you know what maybe you're two points out of a playoff spot and all of a sudden you got a healthy club now and you're saying hey Okay, let's put the first half behind us. We have a big second half to go. Right now, it's hard to do that because defensively, they've not, even in Ottawa the other night, Sunday night in Ottawa, Duffer, mm-hmm. the Sabres have what, 40-some shots to 20-some? Like 34 and a half with the conversion rate, but yeah. Okay, yeah. the conversion, yeah, right. So you look at the shot totals and you say Sabres had the, almost two to one in shots, right? Mm-hmm. The expected goals at the end of the night, the Ottawa Senators were... A little ahead of the Sabres in expected yeah. goals. Why? Because glorious, glorious scoring chances were, uh, you know, what Levi was facing in that game. Mm-hmm. And the Sabres, you know, despite the 40-some shots, I can count maybe six, seven chance where they had a rebound chance and a, a around the net chance. Like, they didn't have anything. So, right. to me, it's and- all the same thing. And you'll recall what we talked about at the end of the first period, which nobody wanted to be in that position where you allow Zach McEwen to emulate Rick Vive from the 80s, but he did. And he comes down top of the circle, blasts one over 90 miles an hour. And Levi is probably like, oh my gosh, what's happening? But I first thing I said to you was, I think Levi kept him in it, you know? and, And so that's really to your point here. And the whole reason that I brought up the non century club was. All of this is, and yeah, I think you have to exclude the youngest members of this non-century club because obviously they're still more prospects as opposed to the others who've been bouncing around in their mid to late 20s to early 30s, right? And nobody wants to be reminded of this, but Aiden Hill was not even a member of the Century Mm -hmm. Club in early March last year. He hit 100 games played, promptly got hurt, Missed two months, came in flying in the middle of the Stanley Cup playoffs and won a cup. So whether it's Aiden Hill or Spencer Martin or Magnus Helberg 
or Alex Lyon or Connor Ingram. Like it's the environment that they are put into. And that's what your focal point was here was, okay, are you better defensively to help them? And I think that it's going to be one of the biggest challenges for the Sabres here in the unofficial second half of the year. Yeah. How do you and it goes get back it? to Rasmus Dahlin after the game said, we give too much, too many chances. And he said, I have to be better. I think he, but, but yeah, I watched that game yesterday, uh, Sunday and we're there and you have a two on four and you end up giving up a two on one. I, like that's not being good defensively. It's a two on four. Or yeah. it's, you know, they give up another two-on-one where two guys go to the outside of the dots on the wall over pursuing there, and it's a two-on-one. I'm thinking, this is not basic defensive hockey. This is, let's run around and hope it works, but it hasn't worked. No, it hasn't. And this is all important, obviously, to the bottom line of success. But as we said right off the top of the show, there are many layers to this. And I think water cooler discussion right now, beyond the goaltending topic, people would be saying, oh my gosh, what about the power play, right? Yeah. Well, I got news for you. It's not just the power play. And we'll discuss that as we continue here on Sabres Live. <laughs> Obviously, it's uh, a lighter week from a games played standpoint for Buffalo. They hit the road on Thursday to take on Montreal, who's presented uh, enormous difficulties for the Sabres over the last two seasons. And they will try for a revenge game in Pittsburgh, a place where they had a, a tough outing earlier this season, try to avenge that 4 nothing setback in that building. Um, of course, from a calendar standpoint, once you get through this week, Marty, it is an extended Ooh. run on home ice, a six-game homestand that is bookended by games against the Kraken and against the Lightning. So special teams discussion, your input, obviously, at Sabres Live on Twitter and more, including a World Junior update as it relates to the Sabres prospects. By the way, Kyle Oposo, we mentioned, not a practice day. He is out week to week with a lower body injury. We are back right after this on Sabres Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 